Podcast. In this week's episode, Shakan, Achu, and Micah talk about fantasy games. We talk about everything from combat to magic, even to alchemy, which we have a cool game idea for. So if that sounds interesting to you, tune in, sit back, grab a drink, and enjoy. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to the Wasted Youths podcast. I'm here live in person with Baltit. And we got Shotgun coming in on video as normal. It's my birthday, or it was yesterday. Happy birthday to me. He's 35. Old ass man. Yep, yep, I am. (laughs) Anyway. Do you have to take those little blue pills yet? (laughs) (laughs) Not those little blue pills. (laughs) But, (laughs) um, but anyway, uh, yeah, we're, we're out here, uh, Yep, just having fun. We just or got the podcast set up in this uh, basement, Im- basement improvisational space, and uh, we are ready to ready to do some shit. So, without further ado, shotgun, what you drinking tonight? I got went to a, a new liquor store over the weekend, and um, it's about the size of like the entire food section of Walmart. Okay, just to put it in perspective, this place is freaking huge. They they have a huge walk-in refrigerator where they keep all the cold beers and seltzers you can buy. Mm -hmm. Um, From floor to ceiling, wall to wall along one side, it's just liquor. Tequila, whiskey, bourbon, vodka, I mean, you name it, they have it. So I probably spent half an hour in there because I'm like, there's so many options that I haven't tried. Um, I've actually got a few here in the background. I'll tell you what I'm drinking tonight first, though. Right. I'm drinking some Cutwater Tequila Paloma. It's a grapefruit like a soda, basically, yeah. mm-hmm. and it's got tequila in it. It's worth like two shots per can, so. Wow, I'm having one good. can while we're while we're live, <laughs> <laughs> prevent that, any mishaps. So not to say anything about after we're done being live. <laughs> oh, <see> exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Nobody clipped that. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I also picked up two bottles of, well, one bottle of scotch, one bottle of bourbon. Uh, I got horse soldier. That looks good. Really good. And then I got Buchanan's Pineapple. Wow. That's whiskey. Both are really good. Yeah, it's a scotch. Uh It's good. That sounds pretty interesting. set these on the floor to prevent um, burying myself to the world any further. (laughs) But uh, yeah, so that was a cool little trip. That's my news for the week. (laughs) Baltit, what you got there? I am drinking uh, a rum and spiced Coke. It's, oh, it's nice. pretty decent. Oh, you know what? Speaking of which, I Wait, forgot to spiced, grab my drink. Spiced rum and Coke. I gotta go rum grab it. I got, I got a little <laughs> flask of Captain Morgan's that someone gave me as a birthday gift. I will be right back. While I'm getting that, nice. you guys get into the news. The news. news what did I say news. we were going to talk about for the news, Mike? Uh, <laughs> you were talking about... You were uh, mentioning something about earthquakes somewhere. Yeah, yeah. On? So in uh, in Turkey, Azerbaijan, Georgia, there have been like regular earthquakes for the past couple weeks. Um, and hmm. if I'm remembering right, uh, I know that more than 5,000 people have died because in the last big one, which I think was yesterday, killed 5,000 people. So wow. I don't know how many That's people insane. have died so far, but it's yeah, it's a really big amount. So that's pretty yeah. pretty newsworthy. It's crazy that that much, uh, you know, tectonic plate shifting is happening in that part of the world. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, oh, I've got some interesting news that I just read before you guys got on. Okay. Um, there are several states um, that are now starting to ban vaccinated people from donating blood. That is terrifying. Wow. Yeah. And you know how much of the population got the jab? 
That's wild. Millions. Yeah, people. Without you know what that's gonna do to blood. our. Well, you know what that's gonna do to our blood supply. Oh, it's gonna go through the floor, but then Plummet. you're gonna be able to sell your blood for a lot. Oh yeah, and plasma. I'm like, damn, I could make six figures here in the next year and a half donating blood. Might as well. <laughs> Just gotta make sure it's going to the right people, though, not some for-profit blood drive bullcrap. What the heck? But yeah, so that's some crazy news for you. Yeah, I love that. Love to hear that. Right, yeah. I don't know what you guys talked about because I only Blood. heard shotgun. <laughs> yeah, we, we were talking about, uh, well, we talked about the, the earthquakes in Turkey and then shotgun shared with me how uh, some states are banning the use of vaccinated blood in donations. That sounds about right. That's, that's, that's about ex- about how I would expect the news to have gone. Kind of terrifying. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Yeah, our topic for this week is fantasy games. Mm-hmm. Um, so each of us have a few of our fam- favorite fantasy games that we're going to talk about and critique. Um, so who wants to, to start that conversation off? Who wants to share the first game? Let's uh, let's start it off with an OG. All right, okay. or a couple OGs. We got the original state-of-the-art RuneScape. Okay, oh, yeah, that's man. a that's a classic. Old school, old school. Yeah, yep. classic old, old school. Game. We got the OG World of Warcraft, the original uh, yeah. Final Fantasies, and yeah. then Legend of Zelda's. Those are all the like heavy hitters. Yeah, um, Zelda. So yeah. I never never got into RuneScape. I don't really understand the appeal. I, yeah. as from what I understand, the current state of the game is mostly macros and like scripts that you set up to run while you're not there, and you just kind of like idle game your characters, which is yeah. boring to me. Mm-hmm. It's uh, like well, Bitcoin farming. On yeah, video game. yeah, yeah. <laughs> on like for normal fake currency instead of. I'm not making money, but I got this sword for 37 hours worth of me being AFK. <laughs> amazing and seven gold <laughs> but like runescape did kind of set the the stage for like stat systems right or was that from a yeah. different source um runescape is very in-depth with its stat system so i think mm-hmm. that is one of the like og ones for yeah. online games at mm-hmm. least so, i'm sure yeah, there's stat single players stat, stat systems have been huge in rpgs ever since mm-hmm. so yeah, yeah it makes it makes sense mm-hmm yeah, especially MMOs like yeah. uh, like you know that's pretty much the majority of the way of interacting with an MMO is through increasing stats and right. trading off stats. Uh, yeah, well, that's one of the things that RuneScape kind of did bad because you know they at the end of the day you could boil it down into something very simple, which was make my character do these three moves in the same area for thirty seven hours, and it will accidentally murder. 70 fruit flies mm-hmm. and i could get a drop out of the 70 fruit flies right mm-hmm. um, yeah but then you got other games that kind of keep the the contents a little more fresh mm-hmm. yeah. yeah 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 so the rng system is just a little bit whack yeah yeah mm-hmm. yeah, yeah we, and then you mentioned final fantasy as well yeah that was out of the list that you shared that was the only one that i played when i was a child because my dad mm-hmm. was super into Final Fantasy. But that was more like a JRPG. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. at least the one that I played. I couldn't tell you the name of it. I just know that it starts with crazy space football. Um, <laughs> what? Between, like, two girls. <laughs> yeah, they're, like, you know. It's, oh. Yeah. Um, it, was it like, underwater, not yes, in space? Yes, 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 yeah, yes. Yeah, that's uh, Final Fantasy Nine. That cutscene was that's mesmerizing, mesmerizing to me as a child. I was like, "That's these, when these... you figured out what women were." Why? Yeah, exactly. I was like, "Wow, that's crazy." Why? <laughs> why is? Th- why are there so many Final Fantasy games? Like, when? In, when is the Final Fantasy? <laughs> <laughs> why, why? Why? When? Well, when will it be over? The, inter- Probably the interesting thing. Well, the interesting thing about Final Fantasy is majority of the final fantasy games it's like the world is going to 
apocalyptic carnage. Mm-hmm. Like it's game over uh-huh. and yeah. you save it. So that was going to be the final fantasy and then you saved it and then the series continues. I like that. It feels like you wrapped a little bow on it. That's, that's good. That's, that yeah. sounds like nihilism. Nihilism. <laughs> <laughs> you can save the world. It'll be sucky again later. Don't worry. But don't worry. A bunch of hot teens are going to save it. Yeah, isn't there, isn't there, isn't one of the recent water ball? Isn't one of the recent games you just are fucking like kids driving around on a road trip or something like that? Yeah, that's one of the newer ones. Yeah. <laughs> what? It's like the difference between uh The Last Airbender and Legend of Korra. Ah. What, so a, like, a cheap recreation of the original masterpiece? I don't think well, that's yeah, fair. No, <laughs> no, no, no. Sorry, definitely not a recreation. <laughs> was, that, was that out of pocket? Continuation. <laughs> yeah. A continuation, um, yeah. Well, it... it it kind of breaks the mold for Final Fantasy games because most of them are like, holy ah. crap, this this boat can fly. It's magic. <laughs> and then this new one is like, yo, I got a V37 engine in this thing. Let's take a road trip across the country and fight shit. It's like, that. you took a step over the line in a it's wrong like, direction, my guys. <laughs> Final Fantasy in a steampunk world. Final Fantasy in America. That was cool. Back to Japan. You know. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, oh, this Final Fantasy is about the Midnight Club car group? Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> is that yeah. a. That's a Supra? Final Fantasy? What the hell? Yeah. Genre bending is like such a weird thing. Uh, like it is. I, so, like, on the, on the fantasy note, I, I, I think I've talked about this a little bit. I've started playing the Traveler tabletop RPG, which is a sci-fi yeah. RPG. But yeah. there's this fucking supplement, okay, that allows you to get, like, plate mail and, like, great swords <laughs> and shit. And, like, you can basically have, like, fantasy weapons as a part of just playing on, like, an undeveloped planet. <laughs> Of it. Like, like you can be like fucking, like, like I, I almost want to run a, a fantasy game with traveler rules, and then eventually a spaceship just comes and abducts them. That would be <laughs> incredible. Oh my like, god! Like it would be at the end of the campaign, like after years, it's like, and a spaceship comes down from the sky after you restored to the king to his rightful throne, wow. and <laughs> picks you up in a tractor beam and carries you off. Into the deep reaches of space. <laughs> to be Sounds continued. about right. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I've been uh, really enjoying playing. Uh, I believe it's the third Witcher, the Wild Hunt. Oh yeah, uh huh. Really oh, getting into it. So I fun. picked that back up the other day because I put like forty hours into it, but the game itself is very, very long. So like forty hours really is just kind of a dent into the bigger story. Yeah, yeah. I got, yeah. I gotta, I gotta pick up The Witcher because it's made by the same people that made Cyberpunk, right? Yep, yeah. yep. Except yep. it's it's much more polished than Cyberpunk was when it when it came out. Yeah, yeah. No, that makes sense. But the yeah, yeah the expansions are uh, massive. They mm-hmm. add like probably one hundred and fifty hours of of gameplay, mm-hmm. which is a, an absurd amount of gameplay just for you know like altogether that, that was like eighty bucks. Mm-hmm. You know, you get yeah. something like 400 hours out of it before you've 100% maxed mm-hmm. everything in the game. Yeah, yeah it's cool. It's a, it's a good, it's a really good franchise. Mm-hmm. Speaking of The Witcher, did you guys hear about Henry Cavill stepping down from his position as The Witcher in in the uh, the live action? Is, is really? That, is that how his last name is pronounced? I Cavill? don't know. Yeah. I've always heard it pronounced Cavill. Oh, I think that might be it. Yeah, but Henry Cavill. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. He's the guy who played Superman too, right? Yeah, with the weird. Yeah, but like he was the perfect Witcher. He looked just like him. Uh huh. Uh, And they replaced him with some other dude, and he looks ugly. (laughs) 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 Like (laughs) they turned down the graphic settings for this season. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry, we went. We've went back to you know the Witcher (laughs) two. That's one thing. The game is just beautiful. It is gorgeous. Like. And I've turned down a lot of the settings because, like, I can run most games max settings and be okay frame rate. 
that game just tanks FPS. I'm like, geez. They've got like uh, ray tracing and hair works and all that stuff. I'm like, whoa. Great yeah. for capturing screenshots, but unless you have a NASA supercomputer. <laughs> Bro. I mean, they did put it on a Switch, too, which is pretty impressive. <laughs> you got to play it at like, like low, low settings. But yeah, it's it got available on the, the Switch store a couple years ago. <laughs> like huh. like it's low, low settings. It's on the same engine as Super Mario 64. <laughs> no, no, you've got more than like polygons, you know. It's 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 a lot more. They recycled the sound too to fit on the fit on every the, every time he, he swings the sword it's Yahoo! Wahoo! 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 He's the most jacked Mario. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> <laughs> the pale skin and black clothes, the black overalls. <laughs> oh, that would be interesting. Uh, Yesterday I uh, went into this tavern, right? And I, I noticed guys are fighting over here. I'm like, I'm going to check it out. There's no quest icon or anything, but let's go look. The guy who's running the fight walks up. He's like, Witcher. I've got a fight for you. You want to fight the tavern's champion? I'm like, yeah, sure, why not? He's like, but uh, listen, I I need you to let him win. I'll pay you a lot of gold. And I went, yeah, okay. Cut scene ensues, black screen. It pulls back up, and my dude's shirtless just scarred like crazy. Other dude's just some, like, portly, strongman-looking dude. And he's just walking up to me all tough i'm like dude if i saw a dude with that many scars all across his body and he survived i'd be like yeah. you win <laughs> you win i'm out i'm out you kill freaking demons <laughs> why can't why can't you just walk into a bar and like fight people that yeah. sounds like that would be really they fun. should have a section ireland i i feel like they do that there is that is that true thing or is that <laughs> no. a racist stereotype it's a racist stereotype <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> all right well i don't feel like this plan would work very well then but yeah. I, I i do really feel like it would be more common through europe uh-huh. like like the uk and then you know oh yeah to, definitely uh, the British. we could be racist against the british right yeah because you know they're our ancestors yeah so. and also they're fucking dumb yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but like you get drunk in those bars like the cops don't even carry guns so i've seen like <laughs> like like stupid british brawls between a drunkard and a fat cop uh, videotaped and put on youtube world star, world star! yeah <laughs> uh, yeah <laughs> I, I just feel like that's the british experience you know Except it says yeah. it's British, so it's like Wild Star, Wild Star. <laughs> okay, all right. I feel like we've been as mean to the British as we're allowed to be. Also, their teeth are bad. <laughs> okay, now you've crossed the line. <laughs> hey, fuck your tea. I'll throw it in the ocean again. <laughs> no, no, tea's pretty yeah. good. He's yeah. he's all right. My name yeah, is Tyler. That starts with the T. It does. <laughs> it, it, that, that's a true thing that you said on this podcast. <laughs> we found a, uh alteration to your nickname, Balti. 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 I feel like that's really close to that, the act of teabagging. That's Balti. I was getting ready to say. I was getting ready to say that brings a whole new meaning to teabagging. <laughs> <laughs> This is what you're gonna, mm. legally going to change mm. your name to when you move is Baltite. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, mm, what is this? What leaves are in this? There are no leaves, son. What is it then? Baltite. <laughs> they're like, it's only what? the sweet <laughs> musk of my nuts. Oh, Why is it slightly salty? I'm <laughs> sorry. I went on a run today. <laughs> Golly. <laughs> it's salty. Salty. You, salty you, you, also mentioned the, you also mentioned the Legend of Zelda. No, 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 no. You're trying to change the subject. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, you know, this is right, what the podcast is about. We were talking about fantasy games, not Balti. <laughs> <laughs> okay, all right. The gag the gag is the gag is done. Okay. Do you R. remember R. the the Legend of Zelda game where you were on an island and you had an hourglass and you could like turn back time? It was the Phantom Hourglass, wasn't it? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That was my first Zelda yeah. game. That was a good one. I remember playing um, that one at a McDonald's in Florida 
I have definitely yep. played that game yeah. out of McDonald's in Florida like the, as well. Actually, like, like McDonald's <laughs> used to have like the fucking oh yeah in uh, their player sixty four in the play area. Yeah, it's yeah, and so like there was that there was that game. There was some weird ass Mario game that I wonder what it was actually. Now that I'm thinking about it, was I, it a castle with, with a bunch of like paintings that you could jump through? No, no. It was not. It wasn't Super Mario sixty four. There was, was there was one of those though. Yeah, no, no. I'm sure there was, but the ones I what I'm thinking of is like it felt more like uh, Super Mario Sunshine. Uh, oh, I was I was getting ready to say jumped through weird mirror you jumps through. Or no, you could interact. That's all. That's literally all I remember. From the it game. was the it was the Mario game where you had the water gun backpack. Yeah, that would be Super Mario Sunshine. I didn't think it was okay. That. But that was on a lot of like Super Mario Galaxy. No, it was before Super Mario Galaxy. Galaxy, that was actually a really good game. Yeah, no, and then then the other one was that that was I thought was weird was Tack. Tack was what? I think it's Tack. I think that was what it was called. It was this weird. Was it almost like a Banjo and Kazooie? Yeah, I feel like I do remember. Yeah, something but it was this like weird that. kid that lived in the, the jungle. I think. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. yeah that does ring a bell. Flying through the trees and shit like that. It was like a platformer, but like all up in the Spyro. 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 Spyro was yep. Spyro. so. So you guys are talking about playing these at a McDonald's? I would always play these in in the hospital. So like my uh, quick backstory: uh, I I grew up like in the hospital for like eleven years, but I would sleep there a lot night a lot of nights. It, I wasn't there for me, but I would sleep there, and they all had these video game rooms, mm-hmm. right? And you mm-hmm. could go in and you could play like a stack of N sixty four titles. Okay. Spyro's in there. Uh, one of the Pokemons was in there. It was like a battle arena. It was a bad game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but like I, that was where I fell in love with with games. Was like two, three a.m. in the hospital mm-hmm. playing through the mm-hmm. Nintendo sixty four titles. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah good shit. <laughs> when you boot it up at home for the first time, you're like, "Where's all the beeping noises? Mm-hmm. It's missing <laughs> the beeping." And you're like, "Oh wait, that was the heart monitors. <laughs> Never mind." <laughs> Where's where's that pleasant squeal I'm so used to? (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. (laughs) Um, let's see. What was another one? Oh, Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was another. I feel like we're stretching the the definition of fantasy games. We've derailed. Oh, we've we've derailed. We're we're gone. This is no longer fantasy games. This is nostalgic McDonald's. Just nostalgic. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. McDonald's and hospital games. Yeah. 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 (laughs) What what else? Yeah. So those are those are some good titles. But we can't get back on track. I had the only time I had Donkey Kong. I had one of the Donkey Kong Land games for Game Boy Advance. Or Donkey mm. Kong World? I don't know. Fucking DK World was bad. It that yeah. it might be a bad take, but <laughs> I don't I, d- I don't remember it. liking it as a kid. Yeah, hmm. I don't know. I I just remember it was one like some game I played like only occasionally. I was much more of a fan of Wario World. Wario yeah. World. Wario. That is a A tier game. That is super good. Mm-hmm. It's just a bunch of, it's like Mario Party but better. That was the no uh, no 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 not 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 Warrior World Warrior Land. Oh which was yeah, Super yeah. Mario Land three. Oh, called Wario. Okay, Land. so I think Warrior World is a an accumulation War- of mini games, right? World Warrior World is yeah an accumulation of mini games. Warrior Land actually, I would argue Warrior Land falls into the category of fantasy games. Really? Yes. Why? Uh, because I want to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that's I don't why think I want to talk But uh, fucking this this game played like a Mario game, except all the coins you got, you gave to a genie at the end, and he fucking gave you a house based on how many coins you got. But wow, yeah, it was it was a fucking fun game and if you got the maximum amount of coins you got like a castle or some shit i always only got a tree house because i was not good at video games you were a child (laughs) uncoordinated and you didn't realize how it worked there we go that's why it's a fantasy game it has a castle it has several castles okay okay (laughs) i feel like we would we would be (laughs) really off track if we didn't mention skyrim Oh, that's true. That's yeah. like the quintessential fantasy. Yeah, game at least of as of now, right? Yeah. yeah, 
Yeah, because like, well, I mean, they've released it like twelve times now, right? So, <laughs> like, yeah. on, yeah. on every gaming system, no did demand. You, did you guys ever get the DLC for Skyrim? Yeah, yeah, I the, the special edition. I never purchased or any the Hearthfire, Dragonborn, yeah. and there's one more. Yeah, I I got Skyrim. I got the first release of Skyrim. That's the only version of Skyrim I've ever bought. That's the only version of Skyrim I ever will buy. Um, hmm. On PlayStation Three. Wow. Yep. On PlayStation Three. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. I didn't realize. Yeah. So I've got <laughs> it. I've got it on PC. I've got it on uh, PC again, but it's special edition. <laughs> and I've got it on PC again, but it's the VR edition. <laughs> See, I I feel like that's pretty pretty average. I I'm kind of bad though. Oh yeah, um, yeah the, the average person yep. owns three copies of Skyrim and two <laughs> copies of GTA Five. <laughs> is, is richer than God. <laughs> so I bought it originally for PS4. Okay, that was I think that was just the base version. I don't know if it was special. Um, then I bought special edition with all the DLCs included, all that for PC when I first built my PC because I'm like I got a computer. I'm gonna play games on my computer um but then i started getting into modding and as i'm reading through a lot of these mod descriptions it's like most compatible with non-special edition yeah i'm like interesting and that's majority of them like they'll still work but you'll notice a lot more jank a lot more crashing so dom when when was the last time that you were modding skyrim Mm, three weeks ago Okay. Four weeks ago, a month and it's it's been over a month because I uninstalled Skyrim so I could reinstall Fallout Four. Yeah, I um, most recent modding endeavor. I tried to mod Skyrim to work in VR, and unless you have a a Steam index, it's just not worth it. In a in a quest, the best you can get to is grainy but working gameplay. I I think that in something with more body tracking, you can enjoy it a lot more. Mm Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, it's I've bought a lot. I've so bought like, a lot. I did the what, same thing with Fallout Four. Had the special edition, bought yeah. the original. <laughs> so, what's your guys' favorite thing about these fantasy games that we've talked about so far? Like, like why would you play a fantasy game over like a first-person shooter or roguelike by a magic system? Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's not really a good thing, but it is something worth talking about. Yeah. Magic systems in RPGs all suck. You just press a button and then like some blue lights swirl on the screen and then things yeah, die. Yeah, there's no interesting magic either. Yeah. It's all like magic that either like hurts enemies or buffs yourself, yeah. which is like yeah, give me like I want to like rain acid on my enemies, or I want to like teleport them through the floor and drop them off cliff, yeah, or something like that. Yeah, or just that. like like I want to like be able to use like an orb to spy on like oh yeah across on the other like side more of the applications. Map. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think honestly, so, while we're talking about fantasy games, the new Hogwarts Legacy game has an incredible magic system. I would hope hmm. so. It is based off of. Uh, well, actually, never magic. Mind. Harry Potter's <laughs> magic system is jank and inconsistent. Very inconsistent. <laughs> yeah. It's and like you can do yeah. things, doesn't, but sometimes you can't. Doesn't make any logical sense, no. really. No, it's yeah. in yeah. Harry Potter. It's just a, it's just a logical tool to get them from start to finish. <laughs> you just say things. As soon as you learn to say a thing, you can. If you can it. just convert like wands to gun, nothing changes in Harry Potter. That's <laughs> 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 true. <laughs> Have a Godava pulls out twelve gauge. Bro, I've I've seen so many so many short clips on like Instagram and like TikTok of people just going around Adava, Avada cadavering the fucking shit out of everyone. Oh, in the game, yeah, yeah. Like I I have yet to learn that spell in my playthrough. I've really enjoyed the game though. I would recommend it to anybody looking to relive their childhoods. Uh-huh. That was my first book series, actually. That was. Hmm. Probably the third one I read myself. Yeah. Um, speaking of fantasy, the first one I read myself was The Chronicles of Narnia. Oh, that's another yeah. incredible yeah. fantasy. Yep. Yeah. And then there was some weird 
Christian sci-fi novel that I read. Left Behind? No. Oh, okay. Like, actual proper sci-fi oh, about, like, it people was, living uh, on Mars. Yeah, it was... R- C.S. Lewis wrote one, actually, a no, Christian sci-fi. it wasn't... This wasn't C.S. Lewis. Okay. But, yes, I, I'm aware of his... I haven't read it, but I'm aware of his sci-fi. It, I think it's, what, Into the Silent Planet? Is yeah. that it? Yeah. Hmm. I, I started reading that to uh, to my wife now, actually. But I was reading it to her back when we were still just dating. Really weird story. It starts with this dude who's just, like, living a simple life. He just gets kidnapped. And then he's on a spaceship. Oh, distinct from that. <sighs> there was this, there's this young, this, this was like a young adult series that someone mm-hmm. wrote. But I also I'm curious read... if you're going to name huh? what I'm thinking. I'm curious if you're going to name what I'm thinking. I do not remember what it's called. Oh, know. dang. So What's the theme? Give us the premise, yeah. It's, it's about... So the main character, from what I remember, I think it's a trilogy. And They're all trilogies. Yeah, I mean, and I and this as follows this kid who was the first kid born on Mars. Oh, and, okay. and he fucking has some chip installed in the base of his spine so he can pilot some robot shit. Is it like mm. Ender's Game? No. It's, it's, fucking, it's fucking weird. I remember loving it as a kid, but like I can't it's it's it escapes me. I also read hmm. The Martian though, which oh. was a great classic sci fi series. And then I read the first three books of the Harry Potter series before losing interest. Yeah. <laughs> I guess like the best thing about fantasy books is that they let you like explore a world that you mm-hmm. could never otherwise. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's yeah. the that's the great thing about classic sci fi like uh the like the martians the it's fucking it's not even really sci-fi as we identify it it's fantasy that happens on another planet right like like we yeah. would not consider that novel sci-fi today well i remember watching the martian movie yeah and that uh that was ridiculous mm-hmm. um I'm, I'm thinking of the one where it's like he goes onto mars and he's like triple as strong as everybody else mm-hmm. because he's from earth and uh, gravity's different. That, that was that was uh was that a different that one? was yeah i know what you're talking about but that was a different thing that was fuck, what was that called that was a great movie Jack I, it was... do you remember this movie i don't i don't it so... was it was totally it was a fantasy movie that it was a fantasy movie yeah and they, yeah, because he could like fucking jump really far. Too. Right. Yeah. yeah, and he like led a like fantasy style army, but he was on Mars. Yeah. Um, and mm. like became their king because of how strong he was. Yeah, it was like. It was his. It was the main character's name was also the title of. The yes, it was. Name. You're totally right. Yeah. Yeah, and it was like set from like the 1980s or something like that. Yeah, fucking dope. I love the intersection of sci-fi and fantasy. That's like just a really cool to do shit yeah narrative yeah uh well, anything's possible in a world like that you know you've got magic and you have science mm-hmm. right yes. that's cool yeah. mm-hmm. just there's don't a the marvel doesn't right marvel doesn't <laughs> bad. bad marvel bonk there's all... there's <laughs> another yeah go ahead go ahead oh i was gonna say oh. all all of marvel's science is just just magic that looks like technology yeah which <laughs> is ironic considering they have write a line for Tony Stark that says magic is just technology that's not understood yet. Right. When they don't have anything remotely, like, but then they're understanding here. of their own technology. Like, there's no coherence to it. They're out here saying the quantum realm has resonance with the physical world because the way that it connects is electronic. Mm-hmm. And it's just nonsense words the whole time. Yeah, pretty much. Um, there was another kid's fantasy book it was Christian, um, and it had Fu. dragons. I don't think Zabuwa was <laughs> fantasy. <or> <laughs> dragons in our midst. Yes. Yeah, yes. I had it on audiobook. Wow. Uh, Christian with dragons. Such... Yeah. So Christian basically dragons is you know the devil. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's <laughs> that's what's interesting. It follows a timeline of basically the world's going to shit. And it okay. follows this. So the Baptists. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> no, so it follows. It's a high school kid. Okay. And he notices a new girl in school. I think her name was Bonnie. Um, 
she's got this freaking massive backpack, like shoulder to shoulder, down past her butt, humongous backpack. And she constantly gets taunted about it. Well, this this kid walks around the back of school and sees her fly away. Holding the backpack. She's got like dragon wings. He's like, what? He's like, this is crazy. And then it and then it appears he's got like heated breath. Like he can spew fire. So, like, his throat internally is lined for, with scales and stuff as he grows older so he doesn't burn himself, obviously. And it just follows this crazy storyline. Like, they bring in the Nephilim and they talk about the old dragons and his father's a dragon. And it's is just he insane. Jesus? No. Kind of. No. <laughs> no. They, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the allegory. <laughs> no, because they talk about him later because it's a Christian family. No, 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 no. Like, oh, so it's just normal run-of-the-mill Christianity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's no analogy going on. No, it's just no, they're dragons the analogy, and they're also modern Christians yes. and they go to like church at, at Christmas and Easter. Like <laughs> not no. So the the, the analogy Yeah. Like they were hunted <laughs> down what by the fuck? <laughs> And thank you, ladies and gentlemen. We're going to close the podcast. All right. So that's it. No more Wasted Youths podcast. We're done. Just got canceled. And no, but the analogy. Like World War II, and they were hiding. They had to keep it a secret. It was also religious. You know, there's some I connection mean, there. I don't, I don't, I think. Actually, that. kind of, because there are dragon hunters who are trying to eradicate all dragons. Those, those are the so, Nazis. <laughs> It is, there is a kind of <laughs> correlation there, I guess. Um, Dragon genocide it, happening. <laughs> oh, dear. Well, at the end of the book, like very end of the series, it's all coming to a close. There's this huge fight amongst hundreds of dragons that they've found. And they're like, we got to save Earth. And they go up against the Nephilim, the giants, and demons. And nice. it's just huge crazy fight it's kind of like the the final clash of heaven and hell basically this sounds like christian fanfic it definitely definitely has it was vibes. oh it was it, okay <laughs> yeah but it's such it's such a good series such good series i would still read it to this day mm-hmm. i would probably um, i would probably listen to the audiobook for nostalgia that'd probably yeah. that'd be pretty fun I read yeah. this uh the series back uh when i was in middle school and elementary school called darren shan it was all about mm. this boy who becomes a vampire. Um, but the way that the author writes it, it's really freaking dark. Like, he mm-hmm. just gets into every step of the the just sadness of it, right? So he becomes a vampire. He's got to abandon his family mm-hmm. because now he's got to go live in vampire society. And he spends a long time talking about how he's sad about abandoning his family and like the steps that he goes through, he drinks like a potion to make his heart rate go so low that people think he's dead. Then he's literally at his own funeral because uh, they have like an open casket. They bury him, and then his like vampire master guy digs him up. Um, yeah, so it's it's like it's just a weird, crazy series. Um, I don't know if I'd recommend it because vampires are kind of cringe, but um, <laughs> it's it's. I liked it as a kid. I read it several times. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. yeah, it's that's like dark fantasy, right? Mm-hmm. Did either of you guys play Bloodborne? I yes. I, I did play it a little bit. I never I got didn't. super into it. It looks. I love the style. I I just it's... I'm not a huge fan of Souls like games. Yeah, me either. So, yeah, it's because I don't want to oh, get see. better at a game to enjoy it. You know, <laughs> I just want the game to come to my level. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, Bloodborne. Bloodborne's fun because it's it's a different spin on the Dark Souls games. So typically you would like dual wield your sword or whatever, like two hand your sword, dual wield weapons, you'll have a sword and shield, bow, whatever. Bloodborne takes that blocking and dodging mechanic away and replaces it with a gun, like a blunderbuss. <laughs> oh yeah, 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 yeah. I remember that. So <laughs> No Instead of movements. dodging, only shoots. Yeah. <laughs> well, there still is movement. So the way you move is they'll start attacking and you'll treat it like a parry. 
Okay. So oh. they're swinging so you down. Block their you weapon shoot with them. Bullets. You basically stagger them. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Um, and there's different guns. Like there's a pistol that's longer range. There's a close quarter like blunderbuss shotgun type deal. Bunch of stuff. You know, it's I got another really cool. I got another question. With an RPG game, what matters yeah. more, mechanics or story? There has to be a good balance. Yeah. Um, I would say story first okay. because like that's a whole reason why you would play a single player fantasy game. Right. Um, you're like, story. what is this story? Who am I? What do I do? Where so, did like, I awesome come from? Awesome mechanics alone can't do it. But Correct. like a great story and terrible mechanics can still kind of work. Yeah. Yeah. I, w- I would much say, like I would say some the of the opposite. Legend of Zeldas. Really? Yeah, I would say the opposite. Um I mean like the Legends of Zeldas are a great example. They've got awesome mechanics and not yeah. much for story. Yeah, like I I I I can understand your point of point on that. I would however, when I play a game, I'm sitting here like I want to play a game. Like I'm mm-hmm. doing this for entertainment. I don't want to watch a movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, read. okay, don't get me wrong. I just finished playing The Quarry, which is essentially a movie. Yeah. A movie. Yeah, it's it's got very. It, it's a choose your own adventure novel, essentially, with some video game esque mechanics to it. Like high quality graphics. High quality a graphics. Choice system, and then like quick time. It has quick time events. Yeah, quick That's time the only events, thing yeah. that I would consider gamey about it. Yeah, you um, and they're really... You kind of move around a little and, bit and sometimes, too. You move around, you move around, you look for clues, you yeah. can make choices when in that environment. But, you know, that's that's pretty much all you do. Like, you don't get to aim the gun. No, you, you do. Occas- occasionally oh, you really? do. Yeah, but it's okay. for brief scenes. Yeah. And all the quick time events and all the shooting events are very easy skill wise yeah um and that's a great experience but i on the other hand when i'm wanting in like gamer mode i want some cool mechanics i want neat movement i want you know a fun way to track my progress be that a scoring system or like a leveling system yeah what was that game that was uh parkour and zombies set on an island uh it's not um, Dead Island. I, it's... Oh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, um, Dying Light? Is that it? Yeah, I, maybe. Yeah. yeah, I think so. It, yeah. So Dying Light Dying is a great Light. example of like great mechanics and good story. Yeah. Because like, the parkour system, the combat system, mm-hmm. everything's designed to feel satisfying. Yeah. So I guess it's not even the system, it's the design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I can, I can have a lame-ass story yeah. supporting... Just giving me some basic reason as to why I'm doing the things in the environment that I'm doing. I think that's more important is having a good environment than having a good story in an RPG. Yeah, I think it's it's honestly the opposite for me because a lot of games, like for, in- for instance Zelda, uh-huh. right? It's got a lot of mechanics, but it doesn't have a whole lot of like proper story. Like there's uh-huh. Ganondorf and zelda and you you know you want to do the exact same thing with both of those that mm-hmm. you always do mm-hmm. you beat ganondorf and you rescue zelda mm-hmm. that's the game you know it's not it's compelling a variant of mario yeah <laughs> yeah well i mean and that's the thing same thing with so mario like games. i didn't finish that game i got like maybe 10 hours in mm-hmm. and dropped it mm-hmm. but like then yeah. you get games like uh like dying light where mm-hmm. like the story is like you're a dude, and you do parkour, and mm-hmm. somebody is fighting you, and you got bit, and you need to fix yourself. Like mm-hmm. that's still very derivative, mm-hmm. but yeah. the mechanics feel good. Mm-hmm. Then you have, but you do have well, some really neat story-driven games out there too, yeah. like um, like The Walking Dead, like like The Walking Dead, like uh, that what's God that? The Witcher. the Witcher, The Witcher. What's that game that they just made an HBO series about? The Last of Us. The Last of Us. I was actually yep. asking about that too. That's such a good game. Mm-hmm. And those, that's like game. people play that, from my understanding. Yeah, the story, right? Not so yeah. much. You know, there's there's games out there that like we call them adventure games usually, right? Like, uh, the Uncharted franchise, where you never really get stuck on a level in these games. Right. Like maybe it'll t- you'll die a few times, but there's never gonna be a point where you get stuck on the same point for hours yeah not like yeah. dark souls yeah. or like hollow knight yeah where, where it's you're like fighting a boss for like yeah, 10 you, hours you don't yeah. you don't spend weeks trying to figure out how to beat a level in adventure right. games because they're you know about the story and if right. you had to do that it would 
fuck up the story, you know, uh, timing. Yeah, all the steps are, yeah. it's just a vehicle to take you from the first point of the story to mm-hmm. the second point to the third point. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah. you just do things to kind of break up the story. Which is, which is cool. I think, uh, back on the fantasy route, I've been playing, um, oh, what is this, what is this game called? I've got medieval something or other. Medieval Dynasty. Okay. Mm. Which is, oh, okay. which is a survival game, right? But yeah, it doesn't feel like a survival game. Because, like, all the mechanics are survival game mechanics, but, like, you start off by coming into this village with a whole bunch of NPCs that are doing their own thing and running their own village. And you talk with them, and you're trying to track down your uncle, Mm -hmm. who, shortly after arriving, this isn't really a a spoiler, uh, like, it's the first conversation you have reveals that your uncle was here and he was this guy's best friend but he's dead now. Um, but you're more than welcome to start a life in the village or somewhere around, or even start your own village because there's a narrative there, right? Like it, yeah. which keeps me coming back to it. Cause I'm like, Oh, I want to actually see where these plot lines are going, even though they're like really thin storylines. There's just, it just adds a little bit of extra reason to come back. Um, and it's got solid mechanics. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, makes that's, me think of the Mass Effect th- franchise too. Mm-hmm. Like the mechanics yeah. aren't great, but there's a lot of choices that you mm-hmm. make. The story is interesting. That's that's why uh, The Witchers really captured my attention as oh, of late. Yeah. The mechanics are great in that game. Mechanically, it's phenomenal, and the story is actually really good. And it's not like Skyrim, where uh, usually not like Skyrim not in the side quest realm. Yeah. Uh yeah, so like there's quests you can do for coin and stuff, but the yeah. amount of money you get from them are typically very low ball or like twenty coin or maybe fifty if you're lucky. You can barter with them about yeah, it's more for the that. story. Yeah, yeah, but then once you get out of that story area and you're just riding around, there's various elements that you got to watch out for, mm-hmm. like Drowners. in the plains. Yeah, in the plains there's wolves. In the swamps and near water, there's the drowners. Um, the freaking dr- drowned queens or whatever mm-hmm. suck. Uh, <laughs> um, there's hags. griffins. Yep, hags. Uh, shriekers. I mean, based off of where you are, you see these different types of enemies. You can go hunt and, them down and sell their stuff. Yeah, and... Never before in a video game have I read the bestiary. Oh, the bestiary I don't care. is pretty cool in this game, yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't care usually. Like, oh, okay, I pick up little t- tidbits here and there of why they are how they are. Right. Um, Like the drowners were people that, well, were drowned and then weren't buried properly. And they basically are possessed drowned people and they've mutated and everything. I hate it when that happens. Um, yeah. But I couldn't figure out how to beat him for the longest time. I'm like, I could I could slash him with my sword, but my sword's getting torn up, so I keep repairing it. Right. Like, what are they weak to? So I use fire. I'm like, oh, that seems to work. Maybe maybe the just push one. Uh, no, nah, that one doesn't really work. Let me check the bestiary. This dumb notification keeps saying, read the bestiary about the drowners. I'm like, fine, fine. I read it. He's like, here's the weaknesses. Here's your strengths. Here's how you should take them down. I'm like, oh, that's right. I'm a witcher. I've Mm -hmm. done my research on how to kill these things. That's Mm -hmm. my job. Mm -hmm. So then I start using fire and the uh, shield, the magic shield spell. Drowners are not a problem anymore. Uh, I walk up to them, kill groups of 10, 15 of them, not a hit. Yeah, it's hard until you have the information. Then it becomes easy. So it's got like an in-game guide, essentially. Yeah interesting mm-hmm. like a walkthrough almost. well and then you can you can craft these tinctures and poisons mm-hmm. to both increase your abilities and then oils or poisons to cover your sword to use against specific entities right mm-hmm. so there's yeah. like yeah. a specific one for vampires a specific one for werewolves a specific one for drowners and, and other hominid style mm-hmm. monsters um and it splits it all up yeah. so once you know but they're all considered, then you can use the right poison. You know, that's a trope in fantasy as well. 
it shows up in a lot of fantasy games. Potions. Alchemy. Yeah. Alchemy, man. Yep. And I really, that's another thing. Along with magic systems, I really have not played a game that I found has a fun alchemy system. Yeah. You know what? See, I think you would like The Witcher for that aspect. Okay. The way they did alchemy is you forge for plants and stuff, right? Out of crates, out in the wilds, whatever. But there's no inventory management, really. There's two steps yeah. to alchemy. Mm-hmm. You gather ingredients and create the potion, tincture, or oil. Mm-hmm. And then you have it forever. Uh-huh. And how Every the usage... Rest, just, yeah. it, as long as you have some sort of spirit or alcohol, uh-huh. when you rest, it will refill all your tinctures, oils, potions. Interesting. See, that's So that's you don't actually, have to keep foraging. See, that's, that's actually the opposite of what I would find interesting. That's oh, yeah. not, that feels extremely streamlined, which is nice from a gameplay perspective where your focus is on combat. I feel like you could make an entire game, though, just about alchemy. There where, is one. I, I've, let's, I've actually picked it up recently that's really good. Let's, 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 like, imagine this system, okay? If you found this in a game, and it, you could implement this into something like Skyrim. It wouldn't be difficult. Instead of having you know recipes and stuff for potions that you just kind of you gather the ingredients and you automatically put it together there Hmm. are things you have to do in game to actually prep the potion so you have to make it like a recipe each time and then you put it in a bottle and it doesn't tell you what kind of potion it is until you you use it no even when you use it it doesn't tell you what kind of potion it is you just have to observe the effects and then you can put a label on it and you can put anything you want on that label right and then you can keep your own recipe book as you discover things and maybe throw in in the game you find you know hints for you know how you build other people's notes yeah other people's notes about but it make. wouldn't like go into a recipe book unless you wrote. Yeah, a you book. you have to make the book yeah. yourself. Like you mm-hmm. just type it out. You know, like right. Not there'd be a system in game for it. But what so, would be interesting to me with alchemy is going into how you how you crush the or or grind or like all yeah. these different tools. Like God, actually using them would be cool. That that's that's one of the elements that I'm getting at because it's like there's some things you would have to like grind up. There's some right. things you have to boil. There's or some like things distill you just have, yeah. even go take yeah. it through glassware. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be a much more so, engaging system. A game that would work phenomenally well with that sort of mechanic. There's a game on Itchio. I think it's still on Itchio. It might be full release. It's literally a game where you are a blacksmith. Okay. You run your own shop. You wake up in the morning. You open up your sign. Mm-hmm. You The previous day, you had ordered all the ingredients for the swords, maces, handles, everything. Mm-hmm. You ordered all the raw materials. Dude walks into your shop. Hey, I need a, I need a broadsword. So you're like, okay. You run around back, open up one of your crates of uh, metal delivery throw it in the uh, smelter, you pump that air pump to get the uh, fire nice and hot, then now you have an ingot. Now you can hammer the ingot into a broadsword shape. Well, now you gotta put the cross guard on, you gotta put the handle on, and then it's done. And then you go out, and based off of how fast you did it and the quality of your work, you get paid. Right. And rinse and repeat. That mechanic you are explaining would be phenomenal as like a um oh like a shopkeep style game yeah yeah Yeah. you order the raw materials it's first thing is like i need a healing salve for a burn you're like okay well i know aloe vera is good for burns Mm -hmm. let's uh mix it with some sort of like gel like a vaseline or something Mm -hmm. so it's more of a balm you go in back, you make it, heat it up, whatever. That, that would be then a, you that, go up and sell it. That would be an interesting other addition is, yeah, adding, like, different kinds of applications. So you could have, like, bombs, you could have ointments, you could have uh, tinctures that you ingest still, or you that you inject. This, yeah, different administration yeah. methods. Yeah. And different yeah. administration methods had 
different times for taking effect and even different effects, even yeah. if it was the same concoction. There's one called Potion Maker right now, which is kind of in this vein, where it's it's a shopkeep style game. There's another one that's almost Stardew Valley plus this concept, which is pretty cool. Hmm. Um, I, I think that a good way to describe this is that it's an anthology of mini games hmm. that are loosely connected by the idea of making and selling potions. Um, yeah. and, and that it's just like it's the visual style that's applied to the mini games that makes it feel kind of like cool and cozy that you're making things for people and yeah. selling them. I'd, I'd like, yeah, I'd like to see it in like a traditional fantasy RPG That'd where the cool. focus is still like you know, the main focus is there's a fleshed out combat system, yeah. but like that you could just ignore completely and <laughs> be a potion maker, like events. onward, it would yeah. work in onward, super yes, good. yeah, it would have to, you'd have to. Yeah. That's that's really that's what I want from fantasy is to stop focusing so much on combat. Yeah, create narratives, good narratives, like you were saying, about that follow. You know, anything but the end of the world and you being the chosen one that saves it. Yeah, pretty, pretty <laughs> much. Yeah, give give me give me like you know an RPG where you could choose to do that. You could choose sure. to be a warrior or a soldier, but you could yeah. also equally choose and have a equally deep gameplay experience being an alchemist or a wizard right so i have an idea then mm-hmm. we may totally remove game. combat i would love to yeah totally easy. totally remove combat um make yourself totally a remove combat yeah yeah here's the narrative you're a traveling alchemist uh-huh. that sounds great tradesman uh-huh. you're walk you're traveling in this convoy uh-huh. right and the narrative is your convoy gets attacked periodically by bandits, whatnot. Your guards and the mercenaries in your group take care of the group, but then you have to respond by treating the injured. Ah. Yeah. Or like making them stuff to prepare them for the next fight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then and it'll you can be even like, add like a stealth mechanic in, like getting away from the enemies while the people who are strong enough go fight them. Mm-hmm. And then if you don't hire enough people to defend you, they just fucking take your wagon. Is this just Darkest Dungeon? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but yeah, that would that would be a very cool game. And then it'd be like uh, Alchemist, we're we're approaching the Torch City. There's a bunch of uh, let's call them burners. Just be super simple. Yeah, they're hard skinned and they can burn you. We need these different tinctures and oils and whatever and you prepare get it all ready and based off of how well you did how is uh directly dependent on how good like your convoys convoy stays management Mm -hmm. game all right sounds cool Mm -hmm. picture this a game you know have you did i tell you guys about like the starship bridge simulator games that i was uh, like looking into yeah yeah imagine a game like that except it's instead of managing a starship, you're managing a kingdom, and you and each of your friends fill different roles. So one person's like the king, one person's like the chief of the guard or whatever. Then you have, of course, the alchemists, the wizards, hmm. uh, yeah. just people, you know, and they each have duties and responsibilities that they do. I'm picturing this in like as a VR game primarily. Oh, yeah, VR yeah. would be the perfect application for potion making. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. To grab the pistol and mortar and to actually... Yeah. Yeah. That'd be mm. good. Don't squeeze the glass too much or you'll break it in your yeah. hand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Or you could, like, accidentally poke yourself with the needle or, or get bit by the poison spider yourself. that you're, you're milking the poison out of. <laughs> yeah. That would be cool. Mm-hmm. We've got some good ideas here. Yeah. We should make Wasted Youth's video game. We'll call it uh, the wasted alchemist. He'll also have a drinking problem. That'll be that'll be the B plot. <laughs> that'll be the, <laughs> the, <laughs> the tipsy tincture. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, we're coming up on. I'd say that's yeah. Uh, that's a good place to wrap up. Yeah. Hit a bunch of different fantasy games. Are exhausted, so <laughs> we're gonna probably head to bed shortly. Yeah. Um. But, Have fun cuddling. Uh, not not different beds. <laughs> different for now. <laughs> Born. <laughs> you have a wife. There's nothing. Micah, Micah, keep Ochoa away from the tequila. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
all right. Well, thank you, ladies and gentlemen, for listening to the Wasted Youths podcast. We hope you enjoyed this very special My Birthday episode uh, about fantasy games and a little bit of sci-fi and a little bit of McDonald's Nintendo games. <laughs> uh, and we hope to see you again next week. As always, have a fantastic evening. Stay Absolutely. wasted or, or don't. Drink responsibly. That's yeah. my new catchphrase. Drink responsibly. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Wasted Youths podcast. We hope you enjoyed the show. The Wasted Youths is produced by Dominic Sanders and Micah Voorhees. Dominic is also the lead editor of the Wasted Youths. All music featured in the show is composed by Micah Voorhees. If you enjoy our show, we'd really appreciate it if you would subscribe and consider donating through the link in the description to help us make better episodes. If you know someone who might be interested in the topic that we discussed tonight, feel free to send them our way by sharing this episode with them. All that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I hope you have a fantastic evening, and we'll see you next week.